This is a Retail Insider Podcast. You're listening to The Weekly. Welcome to this week's episode of The Weekly by Retail Insider. I'm Lee Rivett, and I'm joined with the Editor-in-Chief of Retail Insider, Craig Patterson, to discuss this week's most read articles on retail-insider.com. So thanks for joining me, Craig. Now, we're currently recording on May the 27th, 2021, and we have one article that was very well read that we want to cover during the podcast, and that's to do with upscale Edmonton-based women's wear retailer, Blues, opening up in West Ed. Now, Craig, I know that you have a lot of history with Edmonton, so I know that this is near and dear to your heart, as well as a lot of history on Blues, the retailer. So why don't we hop right into it? Let's do it. Now, this is just an announcement at this point. It's not like they've actually opened up a store in West Ed. That's right. Now, as a Vancouverite, when I hear blues, my mind automatically drifts to the Alberni Street Black and Blue Steakhouse, which is not what we're talking about here. So for all of us that aren't from Edmonton, could you give our listeners a little bit of a background on the blues retailer in Edmonton? Yeah, yeah. Blues is, it's a multi-brand, it's an upscale women's fashion retailer. It basically has upscale contemporary brand, apparel dresses, shoes, and bags Mm. as well, and I think jewelry. Well, I don't see it anywhere else in Canada, so it looks like it has quite the history in the Edmonton marketplace, right? Um, It's interesting because it's got quite a history in in Alberta. Uh, In uh, 1978, I believe it was, um, Henry Singer, which is a retailer Mm. in Edmonton, yeah, yeah, menswear. Opened uh, a menswear retailer, yeah. sorry, it should be more specific. <laughs> That's okay. Uh, opened a women's wear department in the back of its store. Oh. Uh, Henry Singer had this store on Jasper Avenue. It used to be a Burke's jewelry store before. And uh, mm. uh, so Singer's opened this uh, uh, women's department. Henry Singer Women is what it was called. Yeah. Uh, eventually, uh, the brand moved, I think it was sold mm. and it moved mm. almost, actually would have been across the street, basically. Mm. Just looking at the address uh, in a small store. Um, 1988 blues moved into the manual life place phase two, uh, which was a, uh, shopping center in downtown Edmonton. It was the second phase to manual life place phase one, which does still exist. It had a, a whole Renfrew store until, uh, mm. January of 2020. And, uh, uh, so blues was in that location. It eventually moved into manual life, uh, place phase one, which is where it is today. And uh, also um, opened stores uh, years ago in Calgary. There was there is one at Bankers Hall, which is in downtown Calgary. There's one at the South Center Shopping Center, which we recently featured in a tour in Retail Insider. Mm. And was it just the one location? And until recently, uh, Blues also had a store at the Southgate Center oh. in Edmonton, but the lease came up and it closed. Mm. It was a bit of an unusual location in nope. Southgate because it was on the second. So Southgate really is a one-level mall. Yeah. <laughs> but <laughs> Blues was upstairs. They did a bit of an expansion renovation to um, Southgate. I think it was about 10 years ago. And uh, so Blues was put on the second level. And so it wasn't with all the other foot traffic in the mall. So maybe women didn't know it was there. I I have no idea. I saw lots of signs, so they would. But um, nevertheless, the lease came up and Blues decided not to Mm. uh, stay with Southgate. Southgate. So is this more like a competitor to like St. John's, like the women who lunch or is, or Escada for that matter, or is it above or below that? Mm, no, I mean, the, you know, it's funny because St. John might've been a brand in there years ago. Blues mm. did have some more expensive brands. Like they did have Armani Collezioni years ago, I remember. But um, right now I would say the price point would be um, again, more, um, I don't know, women's jacket, maybe $800 instead of, you know, the 1800 that would be at St. John. Actually, I think St. John might be over 2,500 at this point. Um, But, but yeah, so it's not the luxury price point. It's not your, you know, 
you're not buying the price point of Gucci or, or Prada, yeah. but yeah. Uh, you're also not buying Forever 21. Mm. Yeah. Well, and looking at where it's going to be opening up in West Edmonton Mall, we've done the recent mall tour of the shopping center, so I'm familiar with it, but you mentioned it was going to be around Harry Rosen. Yeah, so uh, it's interesting. Blues is taking the old J. Michaels spot at West Edmonton Mall. It's located yeah. in yeah. phase one, which is the quietest phase, I would say, of the mall. It's also the oldest phase of the mall, I guess, being phase one, right? Uh, second yeah. level. Yeah. It's an interesting location. Because, so J. Michaels is about 2,100 square feet um, right across from Harry Rosen. And I thought, that's pretty smart because the one thing, so Harry Rosen, multi-brand menswear retailer, high-end, has luxury brands. Mm-hmm. Um, but a lot of women shop for their Other husbands, half. boyfriends, sons, yeah. whoever, uh, at Harry Rosen. So now the women have their own place to shop because blues will be across the way. So I, I think this is creating an interesting clustering at West Edmonton mall in terms yeah. of, uh, um, so higher end multi-brand fashion brands, but this little clustering of the Harry Rosen and the blues is quite removed from the luxury clustering that we're seeing in the other part of West Edmonton mall, which started with Tiffany. It's on the other side of the Ice Palace. I think it's still called the Ice Palace. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, it is. that's where Louis Vuitton and Gucci and yeah. Saint Laurent has uh, had Set recently opened in the last, yeah. less than two years, I would say. So, um, but nevertheless, we are seeing high-end retail moving into West Edmonton Mall, which uh, uh, traditionally was not the case. I mean, downtown Edmonton used to be the place for luxury retail in Edmonton, and that's definitely not case anymore. Yeah. Well, and I, I almost see a distinction between luxury for, uh, retail from the day-to-day work like Harry Rosen, for example, you'd be going there to get your dress pants and your dress shirts and stuff like that to go work in the office, which is still very luxurious. But on the other side of the fence, on the other side of the ice palace, um, they also have, let's say Louis Vuitton or Yves Saint Laurent, where you'd be going, women would go for, let's say buying a, a handbag or a purse or like a, a special event. And men would go there for, let's say a wedding gift or um, those types of things, those types of purchases. So um, having them split, like in a perfect world, you'd have them mm-hmm. together. But like it, it, the distinction between having yeah. the, um, I guess, uh, commemorative luxury versus the working luxury. Do you think that is a distinction that could be had? That's a good question because Harry Rosen would qualify as luxury, yeah. certainly for a lot of the brands that it carries. So in a perfect world, they would all be in the same area. That That's my true opinion because... Typically with high-end retail, you want to cluster it in one area because then you get the people with money and those that are aspiring to buy those brands coming into that yeah. one area, right? Of course. So uh, yes. I was, I don't want to say I was surprised when I found out where Blues was opening because when I was told it was near Harry Rosen, I said, well, I get it. I totally get it. And I'm sure the lease is also more favorable than being in that luxury area where the rent is probably higher, right? I don't know the rents in the West Edmonton Mall off yes. the top of my head, but um, you know, in a perfect world, but I remember I was talking to Larry Rosen a few years ago about the uh, Edmonton Harry Rosen store. And he was saying, well, men love where the store is because it's a quieter part of the mall in terms of they're able to get a parking spot nearby so they can pop into the store. So um, that may still be the case. I mean, that part of the mall yeah. is a bit quieter. It doesn't have uh, quite as many buzzy retailers as uh, even say phase three at West Edmonton Mall. Uh, but it is, I think, going to get busier because they're building the Toyota Experience Center at the north end of Phase 1, so uh, which will be covering a retail insider when it opens this summer. Uh, so, yeah, yeah, it, it'll be interesting. But it may still be an area where at least you can get more parking because I, I know there's parts of the mall, especially in the center, where it's really hard to find a parking spot at various times of the day. And it's just the way that people park. If they park towards the middle of the mall, they can kind of walk to one end and then the other and then come back to their car. If you're parked at one end and go to the other, you got to go all the way back and forth to the mall and uh, personally, I park near Simon's. So, uh, 
you know, that that area sometimes does have parking, but I can't say what's coming in there, but there's an attraction coming in and it's going to, all the parking spots are going to be gone. So mm-hmm. I have to find a new place to park when I go there. <laughs> <laughs> well, and that kind of brings it back to like the working luxury retail. Like it makes sense that it's easier to kind of cater to that environment. So like, you know, at the end of the day, that that might be a positive, but um, looking at the article with blues, like I know that they're coming into West Edmonton Mall. Do you think it was a better move overall looking strategy wise at West Ed for them to move in there versus at uh, some other mall in, 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 in Edmonton? Um, well, I mean, Southgate, I don't know how successful Blues was there, but it left. So well, that says something. Uh, yeah. I, I don't know. Maybe it was the location <laughs> of where Blues was in Southgate you know, on the second level oh, or maybe, yeah. or, you know, was it the wrong market? Well, I mean, Southgate has a fairly, you know, moneyed demographic that shops there. It's mm. not poor. I mean, you're not getting, you know, mm. mega millionaires typically, but uh, you are getting a, a fairly decent uh, higher income population shopping there. So if I was, if someone was to ask me, would you open a Blues store, you know, if it hadn't been there at Southgate, I'd say, yeah, absolutely. That, that would be a great place to be. But um, there probably aren't many better places, I think, yes. to open blues at this point in Edmonton yes. than West Edmonton Mall. Because it seems like a lot of high-end is going retail there. has moved into West Edmonton Mall at the detriment of yep. downtown Edmonton. Because, I mean, let's look at downtown Edmonton. It's it's really, really concerning right now. Uh, Holt Renfrew, the high-end mini department store basically at the Manulife place. It shut down in January mm-hmm. of 2020. And really that was a luxury clustering for Edmonton. You had Henry Singer across the way on the main floor and blues on the second floor. So you had this clustering, but when Louis Vuitton uh, made the decision to move into West Edmonton mall, which subsequently led to Holt Renfrew shutting down uh, that I think, you know, it was a huge, created a huge void in downtown Edmonton for high-end retail. Uh, I, I think that this is just a situation yeah. where it's going to be challenging, but the pandemic has just walloped downtown Edmonton. Uh, if you go into Edmonton city center and, uh, uh well, even Manulife place itself, uh, there are a lot of vacancies, uh, unfortunately, Manulife place is going to be getting a renovation, but, uh, um, there's, there's a lot of empty retail spaces in downtown Edmonton and, and I, I, I'm kind of worried about the future and the health of that even though the ice district and whatnot is there uh, uh, who knows I mean Edmonton is a very suburban yeah. city uh, most people have their own personal cars you know they can drive around and, and downtown Edmonton is, is crowded and you have to pay for parking whereas you don't in the suburbs but for the most part in downtown Edmonton some people perceive it as being unsafe there's some social issues so um, th- I think that's going to be a yeah. challenge for years to come for downtown Edmonton is uh, the perception of uh, of the downtown core to the residents of Edmonton well and I think that pretty much covers what we wanted to go through again thanks for going through the most read article for the week please take a moment to subscribe to our podcast and we'd appreciate it if you left a review with your podcast provider to help others find us too And just a gentle reminder, we do have an email newsletter that you can subscribe to that goes out every weekday morning. And it has a link to the Canadian news from around the web that we've curated from the previous day, as well as links to our recently published articles exclusive to Retail Insider. If you go to our website, retail-insider.com, you can find the subscribe area towards the bottom of our main page, and then you can get that email into your inbox every morning. So thanks everyone for listening. And Craig, thanks for chatting and chat with you next week. Thank you so much, everyone. And take care. Yeah.